how'd you do, I? See you, Mel. Salutations. Salutations. We are, we are pop, pop Culture. And welcome back to Episode 8 of Pop Culture. Yes, Dave, it's Episode 8. <laughs> and this episode is titled... I'm running out of fingers. <laughs> it's... You, know, you got to 21, then, then you're screwed. <laughs> um, uh... Episode 8, it's not the years, honey, it's the mileage. And today we will be talking about uh, the latest Indiana Jones movie, which we all went and saw, as well as uh, the the history of Indiana Jones um, in pop culture as well. Uh, But first, I would like to introduce you to the other three groovy dudes uh, that join me um, on this um, porch. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're men of a certain age. We have to look around to make sure where we're at sometimes. And I have... A, Get off the lawn! <laughs> straight across from me, I have... Ron Roberts. And to my left, I have... Robert Yeoman. And to my right, I have... Dave War. That's it. That's it. Those are my A-team right there, folks. That, that's a shout-out to uh, episode one. Anyway. I'm Face. Uh, you, you are face. Once you figured out who you were, you were very happy with well, that. We've always known that Brian's been faced. <laughs> oh, all right. I got to look that one up, but I will. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so I got a couple things before we start off. Uh, just a couple. Uh, first of all, did you all look at the... And I want to do a little bit of a callback to the last episode where we talked about uh, uh, Sid and Marty Croft. Did y'all watch the video I sent you? I did. Yes. <laughs> a resounding no from the corner. <laughs> I sent them to the folks. I sent them a. Which uh, one? <laughs> it was the um, the musical because I thought Fourth of July. We're we're recording this on uh, July sixth. The Brady Bunch one. The Brady Bunch one. Oh, that. Yeah. The Christmas. I didn't watch that. Well, it was Fourth of July one. Fourth of July, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, where they sang Yankee oh, Doodle Dandy in the. Wasn't that something? See, Ron, you missed a lot of great television in the seventies. Uh, I don't think I did. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> I, I don't think I did. Golden years. I thought so too. Matlock I mean, was the crowning principal of that entire generation. The fifties were the golden age. The seventies were the platinum. <laughs> well, there was the plot, the polyester generation. Hmm. Uh, good movie, polyester. Oh, it is. Yep, it, it is. John Waters at his best. Uh, well, yeah. Now I heard a rumor that um, one of you gentlemen want to uh, want, wants to, to uh, say something or talk about something before well, yes. we begin. As you know, as you mentioned, we went as a group to see Indiana Jones. Yeah, and one of our other podcasts that we we do, we were talk, keep talking about a New York trip. Well, mm-hmm. that's the Art and Business Community Theater. The pop check it out. Cult- it's on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts as well as many Where, others. Wherever. Yeah. Um, the Popped Culture Preservation Society, who we're all big fans of, they just got back from their trip to New York City. Really? I just listened to their latest episode, and it occurred to me uh-huh. that that's your city, Brian. It is. As nice. I've heard you refer to. And it is it, the city itself is a pop culture icon. It when is. When you think about all the TV shows that have taken place there and everything like that. So I'm thinking we got some cross-promotional opportunity here between Broadway and just pop culture. And I think we need to take another road trip. <laughs> I I hey I am always up for a trip to New York. We, we can always. see the statue of Ralph Cramden at the uh, bus terminal. Do they really have a statue of Ralph Cramden? Oh, yeah, TV Land was putting up those statues for a while. I've been out, I've been there. 
20 years. I've, twice I've seen year, the one of Mary Tyler Moore in Minneapolis and I the one uh, of uh, Samantha Stevens in uh, Salem. And Lucy. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the Lucy statue. Doesn't look like it. Well, that one was put up by Jamestown directly, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Or, or is that where she was yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah, Jamestown. And there's the one of Annie Griffith, I think, in uh, Ash- Asheville, North, North Carolina. North Carolina. And uh, yeah. there may be a few others still around. I did not know any of that, but yeah. Yeah, because uh, actually last year when uh, the hubby and I went, we... Uh, we did do our own little tour of we went and saw where they they filmed the outside of uh seinfeld and will and grace and we hit a couple of uh, sex in the city her place well, and, friends and, and i think the uh murders only murders in the building that's an actual that's a that i think you saw that actually we we actually went uh we actually stayed at the hotel that was directly behind that apartment building they're mm-hmm. both named the same and i can't think of the name right now the actual building but yeah so we're uh we stayed there and we're walking around. We said, oh, let's check the block out. And we walk around the block. And as we were coming around the other side, I was like, that apartment building looks pretty familiar. And we stared at it for a minute. And then Dave's like, David's like, yeah, that's uh, murders in the building. Yep. And then we, you know, did I did a pop culture freak out. Ooh. And, uh, and then any number of crime shows are actually filmed in New York. Oh, yeah. We have friend, shows like Friends, which wasn't filmed in New York, but took place in New York. Right. You know, for a long time, New York Center has been kind of that oh, yeah. television cultural touchstone. Mm-hmm. Going it, all the way back to probably I Love Lucy, if not before. Oh, sure. Well, all the way to Honeymooners. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And we, it's interesting because you can see, uh, you walk around this, uh, you know, when you're walking down, down the streets, you can see on the side of uh, the trees or posts that they've got um, uh, they've got paperwork set up saying um, no, you know, to block these these this street off from such and such such uh-huh. and such a time, and then they give you a code word that I guess the others know that so you don't know what TV show is being done, but uh, you know, you, you we've walked by many where it's like oh. Next week they're filming something here and and all that, so it's really interesting. And we've also we're down by uh, uh, the um, uh, financial district and the courthouse and all that, which LA Law that's a big one, not LA Law um, Law and Order. And uh, they had one of those uh, uh, cop cars on a uh, one of those dollies, the driving dollies with the cameras focused on the inside. They were getting ready to film something <laughs> there too. So you, yeah, you can always, it's very interesting. You always see something different, that's for sure. So yes, all we need is you, our patrons, to send us the money, the support, and we will go to New York City too, just like those pop culture preservationists. But tell us, we're, we're tell the, us what you want to know, and we'll go find it. Absolutely, yep. yep. And I'll even, and I've been wanting to do this. I'll start a Facebook page, and uh, we'll send, we'll, we'll put pictures on it, and you can see the four dudes of a certain age wobbling down New York streets. <laughs> well, I'm thinking we can have a banner. We're here. <laughs> they, they also went to Studio 54, where Sean Cassidy was doing a concert, and. Because they had met him on their show, right, so right. I don't know who we can meet between now and then. Uh, well, you I, never know. I was in Studio Fifty Four too for uh, the play uh, "Act of God" with Jim Parsons. Hmm. We got to see that. So I was—I can say I was in—I really wanted to go up to the balcony because that's her, where I heard the, all the fun stuff was. All the squishy stuff. Yeah, all the squishy stuff was happening uh, back in the <laughs> in the glory days. Yeah. Well put, Bob. Well put. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to toss idea. that idea out for you. I, I love the idea. I love it, love it, love it. Actually, if we get enough podcasts together, maybe we can We can go. all do it. We can do two podcasts and, and, you know, one time. We can do the Broadway for our uh, uh, exactly. art and business and, of community theater and then do this one. Perfect. Perfect. We'll need a week and a half at least. Anyway. Anyway, folks. Uh, so, yeah. I think that's a great idea, Dave. And uh, you get right on that. Okay. Okay. So. Today, we leave Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Pack your bags. Uh, So today we are here to talk about the legend himself, Indiana Jones. (laughs) The other legend, the other legend. Um, Where a a young man who, just off of two huge hits, a young director in, in Hollywood... Uh, who, who who came off of uh, the hits um, American Graffiti, a, a love story to the 1950s that spawned 
Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, and everything else. And, of course, this little-known sci-fi thing called uh, Star Wars. Um, finally met up with another young and uh, upcoming director uh, with such hits as Jaws and Close Encounters of Third Kind. And somewhere, fate said, let's squish them together and make a baby. And Indiana Jones popped out. And personally, I think this is just me. This is why I'm excited about this. Indiana Jones to me is even bigger than James Bond, not in quantity, obviously. But um, I guess he was the icon of my era, whereas my father was always the James Bond guy. You know, he loved James Bond. We watched it every Sunday night at, you know, when they'd had the ABC movies on Sunday nights and the Bond movies would come on. And um, so to me, I, there's, there's a lot of, uh, um, lot of different, I, I really like him uh, as, as just as much as James Bond. And what's interesting is, um, Spielberg, when he got together with George Lucas, now I've read several different things as, as I was researching this on how this was created. And there's one that's uh, there's one article that says they knew an archaeologist that was pretty famous and, and they based it off of him. Um, one uh, said Spielberg had always wanted to make his own kind of Bond movie. Uh, whereas Lucas was always in love with those old-fashioned pulp movies, uh, you know, from the Republic Studios sure. and all that, and um, right, and um, uh, they both absolutely adored uh, Bogey in uh, Sierra. Uh, what was the name of that movie? Now? Madre, the Sierra Madre. Sierra Madre. Treasure of Sierra. Treasure of Sierra Madre. Sierra Madre. So you could also go with the African Queen too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's another. Yeah, that's another good one. So, um, you know, here, here these two come together, and and they're still huge now. I mean, Lucas has made a gazillion dollars off of one franchise, and um, Steven Spielberg has won uh, Academy Awards. So, I think um, he's doing okay, though. Yeah, I think he's doing fine. I think he's doing fine <laughs> financially. He's maybe okay. Real, um, real quick, George Lucas bit. Um, yeah, I saw on Instagram the other day. Somebody posted it was a uh, mock up of a new Lego set. It was George Lucas and a billion dollars. And it was just a little mini thing of George Lucas and a bunch of little dollar bells you put together. I'm just, just laying all over it. But anyways. I like it. I have to get that from my boy. Um, anyway, so uh, I thought before we do our, our um, question, uh, our getting to know your question, let's just touch a little bit on the last movie we saw. And then we'll we'll continue on. Anyway. <laughs> The sneeze. Oh, okay. So, gentlemen, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's start over here. <laughs> Bob, Bob's having some sort of moment. I think one of the alter egos is taking over. Um, uh, what do you think of it? Uh, actually, just I'll just throw it out there. Whoever wants to talk, uh, what, what do you think? Oh, seriously, what did you think of the the movie? I liked it. Yeah, I, to me, it was entertaining. It, it brought back why you go to the movies, <laughs> and I know that there's issues, and people we can get into that. But you go to a movie to be entertained, in my opinion, and for however long you're there, to just kind of lose yourself in a world. <laughs> and that's one thing I've always appreciated with the franchises that you do get lost <laughs> in that world. Yeah, <laughs> I only got up once to leave. Um, so, so that's a good sign right there. You know, uh, that's a plus. I think you know, twenty minutes too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the but the I, I thought you know it had it delivered. I thought what Indiana Jones delivers. You know, it had the action. It, there were some you know plot holes maybe, but you know you don't go there to to really examine that. Um, John Williams, even though it wasn't John Williams technically doing the music, it certainly his theme was there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to me, it just had what Indiana Jones is supposed to have. I think if you took the first 20 minutes and cut off 20 minutes after that, it would make a great movie. But okay. it was cut off. The first bit was Indiana Jones. It was the chase. It was the well, the music was beautiful in it. Mm -hmm. and then someone else took over it's like all of a sudden the assistant director took over 
and it was like screeching brakes on everything. Let's explain what this is. We don't care. We just need to chase after something. <laughs> okay. All right. But wouldn't you say they do that and they've done that in every movie? There's that moment where you ha- they have to slow down to say, okay, this this is really what this is about. For instance, at the end of, uh, right after the big uh, opening scene in uh, Temple of Doom, as soon as the, as soon as the, um, the diamonds, no, what's the thing that they fall off from the sky? The, the boat, the little raft, as soon as they, the raft hits the, f- the ground and then goes over the waterfall and then it starts quietly floating. Then you've got that halt there while, yeah. while they bring them to the village and then they have to explain, but there was the none kids. of the slow down for the 20 minutes. It's, I mean, it's. Pass on this one. I'll come back to it. Okay. okay. All right. Um, but uh, uh, you guys were here. We were talking to a, one of the gentlemen who uh, runs, um, uh, records a, a radio show for our local radio. <gasps> and uh, he. it was interesting that he said that um, it got a little, a little too... And, and I don't want to. I don't want to do it. But I'll warn you now, folks. There may be spoilers. We're going to try not to, but there may be. Um, but it got a little far fetched at the end. But my comeback to that is they all are a little bit far fetched in yep. the end. Well, I'd say this is a lot stretch. You think this was? You think this? The ending to this one was more of a stretch than definitely Red, than Red and it, Skull. They could have Crystal Skull. They could have just had explain who. What was his name? Archimedes. If he would have had Archimedes somehow, somehow represented at the beginning of the thing, so it's, his appearance just isn't like who the hell is this? Oh, too late. Okay, the Nazis have him. Mm, okay. Well, they talked about Archimedes. They talked, but they didn't show. And that's I think that's the most important thing. You got to show. It's a movie. Don't make me read it. Don't read it to me. Show me. Okay, so so if they had shown him at the beginning, then by the end we would have all yeah, went. Oh, look who's this here! Is, this is yeah. Okay, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get that. Um, I think part of the problem was it, because of that, it, it did go over the top, um, which much like Crystal Skull did. But I think that that's what left them with kind of the problems. Like we had this big thing, Crystal Skull. We had to do something even bigger. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that maybe does what does some of these franchises in is they keep getting bigger and bigger. Right. I mean, at the beginning, when you look at the first one, you basically just had melting Nazis. Okay. Right. Which who right. doesn't love that? Yeah, right. Who doesn't exactly. love that? Um, I can't even. Um, and certainly in uh, Temple of Doom. There really was no big earth-shaking thing. Well, you're ripping that. somebody's heart out while they're alive. Yeah, but there was no right. right. You know, yeah, he didn't sleep. You're, you're, you're fighting that. You're right. fighting over There was the no big magic thing. Right. Right. Which yeah, no, there was. I didn't like that one as much. <sighs> See that? Because a lot of people do. But you know, you get back to the uh, um, last crusade. Last crusade. You got this fantastic complex that they have to solve to get into. It's like you know, nobody in ancient times is engineering anything like that. <laughs> Uh, you know, we aren't engineering anything like that today. Well, at least um, we know what happened to all the Disney and, engineers. And, you know, you have an immortal knight. Mm-hmm. Well, you've already introduced this this element of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this poor guy's trapped there because nobody will take his place. <laughs> and then Crystal Skull, you have interdimensional aliens. Right. Um, so so I'm not sure how much... I, I agree. I don't think it was. It really was as over the top as, as some people are probably thinking it was. Yeah. Because we've already dealt with the fantastic in each of these movies. Yeah. Well, now to be fair, though, that gentleman did say he did not see Crystal Skull. That's true. So if That's you're true. basing it off the first three, then yes, it went farther than those right. three ever did. Yeah. But in my opinion, because Crystal Skull went so far out there that I had at this point I had no problem with how with the last thirty minutes of that movie because it's like, well, I've seen worse. But <laughs> to me, but like, in fairness, even though I enjoyed the movie, that 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 last little bit um, with Archimedes and, and ancient times and things like that, that that's where it's like it doesn't quite feel right to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I, I at the same point where I had that it doesn't feel right in Crystal Skull. Yeah. So yeah. whereas the other three, I never felt 
yeah. that suddenly we've jumped into some other type of science fiction thing. Right. I, I do wonder if Spielberg would have stayed on the project if it would have been. It would have probably would have been a different movie. I'm assuming. Agreed. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Agreed. So I just yeah. wonder because I had read an interview with uh, who was it? I just had her name on the top of my tip, tip of my tongue. Uh, Karen Allen. Oh yeah, yeah. And she was approached by by Spielberg. Really? And said, you know, hey, we want to do a final movie. Are you in? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. She was super excited, and then things happened, and he dropped out, and then. Well, I don't want to spoil it. I know, but, but yeah, there's not as much of her as we would have liked. Well, apparently that was not the original plan. Yeah, for oh, what yeah. she was, well, the way she spoke in her interview. Do we know why Spielberg dropped out? Was it just script, or was it just he just said, "I've got too much going on"? I think I, I thought I remembered seeing somewhere along the lines that he had issues with Disney, with some things, with some of the decisions that they were making. But I don't know. Disney. <laughs> we love you. Well, ironically. Probably the people who's having issues with are no longer there because right. the yeah. purge. Iger came back. Yeah, right. Well, um, well, I had the good fortune of knowing this one woman in England or outside of England that used to send me the Doctor Who episodes. Mm-hmm. She works for Craft Services and saw in her earlier cut, and her comment was, "What you're seeing on screen now ain't what you're gonna get." Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, there were big changes made to it up yeah. until three weeks before it launches. Wow. Well, I will say the only other thing I have to say about about it is there is a moment, and again, I don't want to I don't want to uh, spoil it completely. But, completely. but there is a moment when the goddaughter asks him, what would you do if you could go back in time? That it got dark. It got darker than I think I've ever seen an Indiana Jones movie yet. I would have liked for them to continue on that that line though, because mm-hmm. I think that would have shown another side of his character. Instead, mm-hmm. it was well, I do this, and then that was never talked about again. Yeah, actors die. IP mm-hmm. lives forever. Right. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, now it's his twenty-year-old son he never knew he had from Bowser or whatever his name was, Mutt. Mutt. Yeah. Bow, 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 Bowser. Um, but yeah, Bowser. Shut it uh, Yeah, and I, but I, that surprised me. That was one of the, the few surprises because I was like, mm, that, that was a. It made sense for the time period. Um, and also, he, the stuff that he's already dealing with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, it explained why everything, why he was where he was at at that point. Mm-hmm. And why was he still doing this? Well, it's because I want to croak. Croak. Mm hmm. Exactly, but um, yeah, uh, that that just that was a, that was to me was the biggest surprise because that that was dark. I honestly I thought the kids in two was dark and and that, but then they got darker with that. Um, anyway, so last question on this part: Would you recommend people go see it? Yes, yes. As long as you've got two and a half hours to spare. Uh, Kind of, sort of. <laughs> Three yeses and one eh. <laughs> All right. It's, well, that's not it's bad. It's better than Crystal Skull. Oh, it is. It is better than Crystal Skull. By by far. That's not exactly a high endorsement. <laughs> well, there is that, too. So, um, I'm very interested. Let's, uh, let's do our getting to know you question of the episode. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about. I just love that song. Anyway, uh, the question is, gentlemen, what is, out of the five movies now, what is your favorite opening sequence? And let's start with Ron. Wow. I get to go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so opening, well, this is just opening sequence. Just the, those, you know, the big opening sequences right, 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 they right, always right. do. Uh, I'm going to go with Temple of Doom. Okay. Just the overall, it, it, it was so, it was different from the first, obviously, mm-hmm. and it was just just so over the top with the musical numbers, and I I really liked the way Harrison Ford played Indiana Jones in that particular film, and I just thought that was a different way. Of, it was a lot more smug, a lot more arrogance mm-hmm. that we all came to love, but to me, just that whole bit and the, the bit with the diamonds and and the the uh, 
the antidote and everything, and then the, the callback to Obi-Wan uh, oh, yeah. bar is phenomenal. And, of course, Short Round, mm-hmm. which I know we should, probably shouldn't talk about nowadays, but he's an Academy Award-winning actor. So Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then and I would I would take that farther and say even um, everything with the uh, the appearance of Dan Aykroyd um, yep. and the, the plane um, all the way up until it, until that raft starts floating down the river gently. I, I, I understand. It's amazing that that raft never turns over. No. It's, just, it's unbelievable. No, 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 no. Bob. Same. Temple of Doom. Wow. Okay. It, it was... Harrison Ford's physical peak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very he filled much so. out a shirt. He filled out a shirt. Yeah. There was no doubt that he's going to bust your nose with the first punch he throws. Yeah. So. Yeah. And in, and at that time, it was really what the old 1930s serials really were about. Mm-hmm. You build up to the point and then pull the rug from out from underneath you. Yeah. I I I got you. I understand that, Dave. I was going to also say Temple of Doom. Oh my! But God. not necessarily for the same reasons. Okay. I thought because it was so ridiculous. Um, but part really? of it's just because of that whole raft bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just thought it was way over the top. Um, you know that they would have died. <laughs> oh, well, right, right. Um, they would been. But 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 it set the tone. Uh, here's what what you're going to see so well. Um, where they tried to get that hole over the top later with uh, t- Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. with uh, riding the lead refrigerator to safety. <sighs> and it's <sighs> like, now now you... you, you, you <laughs> You've you jumped the shark. You jumped that sharp there. Mm-hmm. But but I, I, yeah, I came in saying, I'll say Temple of Doom. Huh. Well, gentlemen, I, I am... I, I have to go with... Uh, Temple of Doom. It's, it's, I guess it's a, it's, it's a clean sweep. You have chosen wisely. Yeah, Temple of Doom is, although I did really enjoy this last one's opener. Uh, I did, I, I do agree with Bob. It might have gone on just a tad too long, but. Um, but in, in this last one, I thought was real good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that it, to me, it felt like, okay, we're back to true form. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think of, of four, the Crystal Skull was a, the worst of the openings uh, ever. Well, it was just the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no need to quantify it. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, you, but you can't, uh, I would say my second favorite would probably be The Last Crusade, only because it gave us a lot of information on who Indy was for, you know, how he got the whip, how he got the scar, why he hates snakes. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? I mean, it all kind of fell into place real nicely. We named the dog Indiana. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. That was later. Yeah. That was later in the movie. That was almost at the end. Yeah. Why do they keep calling you Dr. That's his name. Dr. Jones. But named the dog Indiana. Um, so okay, I guess clean sweep. Yeah, uh, I agree. Temple of Doom. The the opening from uh, any, and the, the opening song says it all. Anything goes. Anything goes. Yep. You know, and uh, it sure did. Um, from people pulling hearts out to you know. Well, Kalima. also you had Kalima. 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 was was dating Lucas or was he she dating Spielberg? Spielberg. That was Kate. Capshaw? I don't think Capshaw. they were dating yet. That's I think where the, they met. Is that where they met? Yeah. Okay. I know a Family Guy does a does a bit about that. She's just here. Stewie says something about it. She's just here because she's dating the or she's doing you know dating the director or something. Um, yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Okay. And nobody mentioned the uh, the first, the original, which was so iconic that uh, the studios actually did a a, a ride or a something at one of the studios. You could actually oh, yeah. be chased by the big boulder. Uh, Disneyland, Disneyland is the Indiana Jones Disneyland? adventure. Yeah. And you can yep. see it done. It's a at, great ride. The, yeah. Is it? Oh, fabulous. It's one of the best, it's, I think, my favorite. has, yeah. Really? Yeah. Even though I tend to lose a wall at every time I go on it. <laughs> it, it they had those, the one time is because it fell out. The other time was because I put it in the little... Uh, bag that they mm, give you yep. and i forgot it but that i was 
retreated safely each time, but I was like, oh my God, I gotta stop losing stuff on this ride. But it's such a great, because it jostles you and everything. Yeah. It's just ironically, you probably know this, Ron, it's the same track as they used over in Dinosaur um, at Walt Disney World. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Same vehicle. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But, but it, it's great. I mean, it, the, yeah. And you can see the rock rolling, which unfortunately didn't work when we saw the show last time. Um, when Bob and I went in 2020, um, you can see the stunt. They do it at the stunt show at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And it looked very realistic. Mm-hmm. I think it, I, I actually took part in that. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. I was, did yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we got there early enough that I signed up and embarrassed the entire family. I'm like, I got to do this. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. That's great. Yes. Yeah. So they, they uh, real quick, you go up there and you introduce yourself, and then the guy gives you something to do, uh-huh. right? And for me, he said to do a, man, a maniacal laugh. So I go to laugh well, they shut your microphone off and just pipe in something else. Oh, too bad. <laughs> and so it makes it sound like you know, you're know you doing this this big laugh. And then I was just one of the villagers, and it was during the uh, scene. They did the uh, airplane scene from Raiders. Mm, right. And With so the we fire were, and everything. Yes. Yep. But it was a lot of fun. It's quite a, quite a show. Mm-hmm. It was wow. great. I, that, was one of the, that was one of the first things we rode on. Oh, I got to go to Disneyland now. Disney World. Disney World. Or Disney World. Oh, that's or closer. Both. That's in yeah. Florida. Or just yeah. hand them your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got the Disney experience. Though, though I, I think you got to go to Disneyland. And I understand that Disney Tokyo, now it's suddenly turned into a Disney podcast. Uh, Disney Tokyo Seas, apparently they have a, the same ride, but it's more up to date in the okay. technology. Really? Does anybody <laughs> still have the two eyes or is that all, all the face of Kali? You go through the same door every time, I it guess. Is, it used to be that it was kind of selected. The, the original concept, at least, was to have a selected different track. Really? Well, to make, make you think it was a different well, track kind of thing. Yeah. They lie a lot. You know when the... If you can find one of the codes, uh, one of the... I don't know if it's a serial or whatever, but they, they give you... Uh, to, to, to decipher the hieroglyphics, those are collector's items now. From really? when, it, when it opened up. Mm. Drink more Ovaltine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> nice nod there. Well, uh, and they did a nice job with the ride queue. I don't know when the last time you we were there. Oh, it's been years. They're, they put interactive stuff along the way. So you mm. can pull up crates, hear sounds, or somebody digging when you jostle a, a rope and say, stop moving that rope around up there. <laughs> and then um, John Rice Davis, is that the right actor? Yes. This is a place, Salah. So, Salah. He does the whole like introduction. He does the whole introduction and they do it like it's back in the forties and they mm-hmm. he says no, we were about to go on your wonderful adventure and you know what? It's, I, it's quite it's they make the line humorous. I first of all I love that actor. <laughs> um David used to be really attached to a uh, my husband David used to be really attached to a show called uh, Sliders. Sliders, yep. Yeah. He was in that. And uh, he was great in that, but I will have to say even more than Harrison Ford in uh, this last movie when he showed up, it almost broke my heart to yeah. see him. I mean, not to see him, but you know, we all we're all going to get there yeah. eventually. So he's, he's aged, but yeah, you know, from well, looking back on that first movie to now, it's like, ooh. Part of me is almost like they could have just made his beard look a little thicker, yeah. or did they want him to look even worse? I don't know. Everybody well, looks better, I, but it, it almost to me like the beard almost looked like mage. Yeah, yeah, mage. Yeah, I like, thought so too. That was like, and maybe it was just the gray was made it look like. And maybe they did because I I can't believe Karen Karen Allen actually looks like that because she's much younger than Harrison Ford. Yeah. So I was like, well, whoa! I, from I think they threw on that gray wig. Yeah, because from the fourth to the fifth movie, I'm like, whoa! But you know, you got to remember too, technology has changed. Yeah. And you know, if you see her in Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah, she—I mean, who knows how much makeup she has on to begin with? <laughs> well, that's true. And now with with the cameras that that, that are aging. there, that could very well be her. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. she's not really done much. No, right? No, uh, you well, can and, tell she doesn't have a lot of work, how long which I respect. Been since the last one. It's oh. been what ten years? Yeah, longer than that, right? Has it been that long since? Yeah, Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. It's been forever. Fourteen wow. years. I didn't know it was that long. You know, interestingly enough, uh, the first time I ever saw Raiders, I hated the movie. Did you? Because my aunt took uh, my sister and I to see it at the drive-in, and they started it before the sun went down. So that the first that whole first scene, you know, the Watch the iconic that. scene, 
was washed out. We just sat there listening to it, but couldn't figure out what was going on. And, and you know, it, it opens with not much dialogue, just right. them walking through the jungles and going in. Crystal Skull was released in 2008. Wow. Really? 15 years. 15 years. So, I mean, that's... God, that, that took me... That's how long it took me to get that taste out of my mouth. Um... Yeah. Don't worry, there's a cereal for that. <laughs> there's a cereal for everything, Bob. Uh, definitely. Um, but yeah, I did, we didn't. And But then we went back later and saw it in a movie theater. And I mm-hmm. was like, that's when I went, oh my God, this guy is awesome. awesome. Now, let me ask you another question here. Um, do you think, and, and, and I know it's going to probably going to happen because it's Hollywood and, and everybody, you know, keeps wanting the money. Can Harrison Ford truly be replaced as Indiana Jones? Absolutely. Absolutely. Before I answer that, I know everybody out there is listening wants to know this, that there was an Indiana Jones cereal. Was there really? Yes. Chocolate cereal with marshmallows. <coughs> in the shoulders. It was actually released in 2008, so it was with, uh, with Crystal Skull. Scroll. Really? Scroll? Scroll. Oh, <laughs> There's Scrolls a scroll. Different thing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, um, yeah, I mean, but I, 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 if I were Disney, mm-hmm. what I would do is essentially what they do with James Bond, not necessarily just swap the character out, though, but I'd say, okay, go back in time, new actor, and then let him do it for the next four or five movies. Yeah. Because there's a lot of time has passed in what we've just seen mm-hmm. in Indiana Jones, and there's got to be a lot of adventures that we don't know about. Like the sure. young and, and they talk about, Indiana they kind of hint at them as well. Right, like the TV show. The TV the show Indiana was Jones. a great thing. I never saw it, but I heard, always heard good things about it. If you can find that, those DVDs, pick them up. Because <laughs> okay. they are awesome. Well, and we know that we've got to get Indiana Jones probably even older than Harrison Ford yeah. is today, because he's supposed to be like that 90-year-old man sitting on the steps with his eye patch and... Mm. Uh, you know, we, we we haven't got to the ultimate Indiana Jones based on that TV show. If you're going, to, if it's all in canon. So, my concern with replacing him and, and with Disney doing it, which I think they probably will. Oh yeah. Is if they do that, then you have to be true to the time periods. Yeah. And you can't make you know the Nazis or whoever the bad guys are. They have to be bad people. Yep. It mm-hmm. can't be this moral dilemma of oh well maybe if I just didn't do this i'd be okay no it, it, it you can't yeah it's um, a good versus evil and, and i think straight. that there were parts of that issues with that with uh the, the last one with the cia agents where it's like she didn't know that those guys were nazis yeah. she was guarding i mean you know things like, i i will to have me, to say that was a bit of a what too going on? many there needs their to be that definite line yeah you know yeah, I think too right, many Bob. people were just i want to put my signature on this yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I agree. I think though that this is one of those good versus evil stories that there has to be that line. Right, that can't be the gray area. Which I right. think plays back to the idea of going back earlier because yep. Nazis are great villains. Yep. Oh yeah. Everybody hates Nazis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's no offense. Well, hopefully everybody. Hates Nazis. <laughs> right. I mean, there are some people who don't, but you know, Germany, World War II was a clear cut. Mm-hmm. These are the bad guys. We're the good guys. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can go a little earlier if you you know if they want to start, but um, yeah, because I think some were saying, well, you know, the goddaughter, god goddaughter will take over. It's like that's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. They, no, you know, they're not just going to start calling her Indiana Jones. She right. didn't. They, they got to do a uh, do something else to kind of make that work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because like I say, they want the money, and frankly, the reality is they have replaced Indiana Jones every day in the in the parks. True. Yep. But okay. Let me take this a step farther. And I, I guess I'm looking for I'm looking for everybody to tell me I'm right. Um, Not going to happen. <laughs> Hope you're. I know it's like I'm, it's like I'm at home. Start oh. wearing a calendar instead of a watch because it's going to take so long. Oh, it takes so long. Okay, <laughs> good. No good. Um, uh-huh. Can <laughs> can. Anybody do it as well as Harrison Ford did it? It'll be different, and that's all you really can say. It'll be different because I truly am one who who because I I said there's to me there's a lot of good comparisons between Indiana Jones the those movies and the James Bond movies. Now we all know James Bond gets 
rotated out every four or five movies. But I still say to this day, with a possible exception, and this is just me, of course, of uh, Daniel Craig, no one has ever played Bond as well as Sean Connery. Except maybe Roger Moore. No. Uh, Timothy Dalton. Come I, on. I think. <laughs> what about Kermit. George George Lazenby? Kermit. Uh, I liked him, actually. But. Kermit. Kermit does a great, great James Bond. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't think I don't think anybody can do yeah, it. I'm going to go with well. Bob. I, I think it's you know it'll be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, I think we all like the ones that we grew up with, mm-hmm. so, so to speak, like Star so, Trek. So the yes. next next yeah, round. I see of, what you're saying in, there. Presuming there's a next round of Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. those kids aren't going to know Harrison Ford. They're going to say, "I like this guy better." Yeah. Yeah. I think you know. Yeah, I think that that that's it. Is as long as if they reboot the franchise or however you want to say it, they don't say go watch Harrison Ford and do what he did. Mm. Say, look, here's yeah. what the character is supposed to be. Put your spin on it. Well, yeah. they tried that with Solo, right? Well, which is exactly the point I'm. I mean, which is a good movie, yeah. but I think I I enjoyed it. Okay, but to me, don't say look. Go watch this, and this is what you need to be. Right. No, yeah. you need to be whoever you are, Billy Two Shoes, or whoever. Right. You're Indiana Jones. How are you going to play it? Right. And just and run with it. Because that's how the kid got the role. Was right. He was yeah. impersonating uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison. Right. Oh, and, solo. And then it was like, okay, come and try out. And they got it right there because he was doing an imitation of Harrison Ford being Han Solo. Mm-hmm. No. To piggyback on the idea of them redoing her, uh, Indiana Jones, I personally cannot wait to when they announce what they're going to do with the new Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. Because I cannot wait Are to they... watch that generation lose their heads. Over not when it's Daniel not going to be right, when they're not going to Are they redoing? Are yes. they already talking about redoing They've that? They've already signed on for they, eight they years. They just did it. No, that's like a, like a series, a TV oh. series. Oh. But it's going to be Harry Potter when Eight he's young. Years? That's we don't not know. A TV series. It's a TV series, but they said it's going to be each year is going to be based off the books. They're going to follow. Dude, they're already planning eight seasons of a TV. Well, you know, it's Max. I mean, it oh, may not. Max. It, it okay. may not be Max. Max. eight yeah. seasons right. of four episodes. But but <laughs> they can my, announce everything and provide absolutely nothing. Yeah. But, but to me, that's what I can't wait for because as we go to see Star Wars or as people of our age go to see these movies and everybody young, Bond oh, again. just get over it it's no big deal well, yeah. guess what pal Harry Potter's not going to be Harry Potter for you anymore and I can't wait yeah. for it no, yeah. I'm sorry I'm going to go sit on the porch and drink my lemonade <laughs> no, no I didn't I hadn't we got lemonade <laughs> but yeah the last Harry Potter's been how long right uh, not that long Oh, I think it's been longer than you think. I refuse to believe that. My kids, I my kids were. I don't want to talk about it now. My kids were. Focus on Equus. I saw Daniel Radcliffe in the Weird Al thing. Oh, that, oh, is, that awesome. is not the skinny little awesome. kid. No, it definitely isn't. <laughs> that, uh, that was a good that movie was too. Yes, Harry it Potter. was. Yeah. There's some maturing going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2010 was the very first one. No, the last one, Brian. Was <laughs> in the. The first one was in 2001. So it's been. 20, God, that was even before my youngest was it born. Was Twenty-two years ago, when the first one was released. So. Holy garbage! So yeah, so that's my point. Is where I I can't There's wait. There's a new generation that hasn't seen the old ones. Wow! So now they can promote like the first ones, and then have the next one right behind them. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you're going to have to get both of them, as George Lucas found out with Star Wars. Now, what's mm-hmm. interesting will be to see if they focus on different aspects of the books. Mm. Are they just going to? Because I doubt they're going to do a frame by frame shot of the original of the first movies. But you know, there's the books are so thick and so filled with things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other storylines they could follow more closely. It's mm. like with Lord of the Rings. See, well, yeah. Lord of the Rings, and frankly, um, just the Jurassic Parks. Oh, I'd I'd say stop that. Let's go back and now let's do a faithful Jurassic Park based on the book. <laughs> Well, and you can go that you can go that route with the with the original Ian Fleming Bond books as yep. well. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, Casino back in the fifties, and yeah, Casino and, Royal. Uh, Daniel Craig got it, but well, actually, that was the only because the other one was uh, was a, David was Niven. A, David Niven. It was a comedy. It was. Oh no, I liked it. I loved that. It was <laughs> I loved it. though by the end. It, but it was. It wasn't. It wasn't. The it book. wasn't James Bond. Doctor No wasn't the. the it was the first spoof. movie. Wasn't the book. Right. You know. 
Um, what I liked about the Casino Royale with David Niven was the concept that there was generations of Bonds. You know, yeah, my young Jimmy Bond and, and yeah. all that. All yeah. the agents are double oh seven. See, I, I think the double oh seven, the code name, your code. Congratulations, you've been promoted to double oh seven. seven. You are now James Bond. Yeah. When I was a teenager, forget, forget your former life. You are James Bond. When I was a teenager, we uh, we used to, you know, my my buddies and I would do D and D. That mm -hmm. was a big thing, and then we'd do a superhero one called Champions, right. which I think Bob joined us a few times with. Yeah, my Doctor Who got shot down. Yes, he did. Um, but then I I also found a. Um, uh, a James Bond one that we did, and that was that was the goal of each one of those characters that uh, that they played was they were agents, and then they went through adventures until they became single O's and then double O's, and you know that was uh, the thing. So I and I like that. Um, it stopped when he hit Cheerios. <laughs> Cheerios, or as, as Jethro Bodine would say, a double knot agent. <laughs> A double oh, that's agent. right. <laughs> um, I don't know why that just popped back into my head. Well, I I know they're going to replace Harrison Ford. They have to, and I know they're going to continue on. But um, and I guess maybe it is me because Harrison Ford has been and always will be my screen idol. Um, I've loved everything the man has ever done, uh, even the, the, the Star Wars Christmas special. That'll Harrison Ford. Was, say was he even in that? Was he even in yes, that one? I know Hamill oh, was. Oh, Chewie, don't worry. We'll get you to your planet oh, for Oh, that's right. Day. He did. Don't worry, no. pal. Did you ever see that special? It's all... It, to me, it's just like that holy grail that's out there. Everybody talks about it. Never seen it. I thought it was on Disney+. Plus. I don't think it is anymore, is it? it was, I, I don't I know. It probably was around Christmas time. I bet it'll, I bet it'll show up again. Well, I'll oh, tell yeah. you what. What that movie was was what the Guardians did better. Um, with the Christmas special, that's oh, for yeah. sure. Guardians did a nice job with their Christmas special. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think I saw it. I saw bits of it. Oh, you, you well, should. you need to, because Guardians Galaxy 3, that explains the whole Kevin Bacon bit. Yeah. Right. And it's they kidnap him for Peter. Mm -hmm. And it just it adds a whole next generation of seven, seven degrees to uh, Kevin Bacon. Or is it six degrees? Six, six, degrees. Six, degrees. six degrees. Yeah, at this point, you could add seven. You could add another degree and still, well, still well, get it. Add 22 degrees, and we can all be related. <laughs> That's true. Um, I also want to say that um, the original Raiders uh, gave us the absolute um, perfect, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, the perfect... Soundtrack? No, well, the soundtrack. John Williams. Let's all. John Williams is a master, and that was some of his absolute best work. Catch no, phrase? the the uh, the best story of bringing a gun to a sword fight. Yeah, oh, right. That, and I can't think of what I want to say really, but let's let's face it. That moment to me is probably one of. And of, we all know the story. And if yep. you don't, you're listening. You're listening out there. It was, they were filming, it was hot, Harrison Ford was sick to his stomach, I think food poisoning maybe or something like that. They had this huge fight scene where Harrison Ford was going to fight this guy with dueling knives and he's, and uh, he just went to the director and said, listen, Steve, I'm feeling like crap. Can we just shoot him? Yep. And then you get this iconic scene where that's what he does. Yeah. And um, if, if that's the brilliant. first time, I don't know if it was the first time the joke was used, but it certainly was the most effective time. Yes, absolutely. Never bring a sword to a gunfight. Anyway, um, well, gentlemen, uh, we're going to have to be wrapping up here soon. Um, we're going to take a quiz. Yeah, we're going to do a quiz. Uh, but I want one last question. Then we're going to do the quiz. What has made, in your opinions, what has made Indiana Jones? Um last throughout all these decades what has made him such an iconic character okay. i think he's an american hero he's you know he's got the brains he can back it up he gets himself in a tight spot but he finds out a way out he's uh he, he can build alliances uh, it's like it's it, to me he's a much more rounded out john wayne Oh, I like that. As far as character-wise, and I think that it's somebody that he's an everyman because he doesn't doesn't look imposing. Mm -hmm. And you all probably think, oh, I could do that. Mm -hmm. But you can't. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I, I do. I think it's, well, it's just that. Just give me a harness and a green screen. Right. I can do all my own stunts. <laughs> but I do think it's his, it's his everyman approach. Yeah. Okay. 
What do you think, um, Dave? Well, I, I think it, it, again, it just speaks to that that kind of like this archetype, uh, for lack of a better word, if I'm even pronouncing that correctly, mm-hmm. archetype, archetype, archetype. I think archetype, it's arch. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, kind of that everyday hero. <laughs> guy thrown into unusual circumstances but is able to prevail and he gets the girl usually mm-hmm. opinion on that bob john williams you gotta give credit to john you williams. gotta give a lot of credit because to that john literally williams. those seven notes that you hear to start it's like mine is turned off and how many of those how many graduating classes from that year use that as their commencement song Oh, I wish we had. I don't know. We used theme from Mahogany. They a lot. <laughs> Do you know where you're going to? Well, Do you like this? Like, who the hell picked this? Yeah. Oh, anyway. I would say we got to do an episode on John Williams' music. You know, from, oh, yeah. From uh, Lost in Space all the way to uh, whatever his last one was. Yeah. The People's Court, too. Don't forget. People's Court. Did he do People's Court? Yes. <laughs> He did both both versions of Lost in Space, and that's when he was mm-hmm. Johnny Williams. Yep. Um, oh, that's funny. But you know when that's when that's Superman. When oh, that, when those yeah, so chords he, hit and he, that he, shield came onto the screen, mm-hmm. it was like, oh my god, boosh, we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's and and it's again very reminiscent of uh, of James Bond. You hear that dun 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 dun. And you automatically, instinctively know where you're where That's you're at. James Bond's going. theme, right? And the same with Indy. Da, 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 da. Superman. Yeah, and Superman. I, I can't think Star of that Trek right off. You can literally da, 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 figure out what television series it is cool. by the first no. time. Did John Williams ever do any Star Treks? No, I don't no. think he did. Uh, was, John. Um, That's Gold. Golden. Jerry Goldsmith, wasn't it? Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, gentlemen. Um, I I enjoy, I could I could sit and talk just well, I could sit and talk about every movie and dissect it. I love the the, the Indiana Jones movies, um, and of course I love Harrison. But hey, let's do a quiz. Ooh! And uh, excitingly, we have enough, been waiting an hour and a half. I know. And you know, the one question that I did not put in this because I was afraid we were going to all mention it was the fact that Harrison Ford was not the first pick. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Who's that? Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. But then also the Chevy Chase day. also did. Could you imagine? Really? Chevy, Chevy Chase? Chase? Then it would not have worked. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. he was, it was Magnum, it yeah, was yeah. Tom Selleck, but he had already signed on for Magnum yeah, P.I. Right. They wouldn't contract. release him. But right. then it was Chevy Chase. And and I, I just, think that Selleck ended up okay. Yeah. Um, imagine. I couldn't imagine Selleck as. I, I could see Selleck doing it. Yeah, but imagine mm. Chevy Chase. But I think, think John both Williams of them would have been, it would have been different. Mm-hmm. John Williams just putting his hand <laughs> on the shoulder going, there's only so much I can do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so when you talk Sorry, about, Chessie. when you talk about the, you know, the, the, how, why is so iconic, you got to give that credit to Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Because yeah. he's, you know, obviously he's made the role his own. Yeah, he definitely did. And um, on the side note also, just uh, because I didn't put it in the quiz, uh, Rescue Rangers is a wonderful nod to both Magnum P.I. and um, uh, the, the Indiana Are Jones. Are you talking about the TV show or the movie? The the TV, the two squirrels. Yeah, squirrels. Yeah, but it was a movie, too. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah the movie. Oh, well, and the movie I'm talking about, this is a recent one, oh. which was hilarious. Really? So Chip, many Chip and, Chippendale movie. you got to watch it. But it, they still had the iconic, he had the iconic indie look, and, and the they, other one had the iconic they, Magnum look. The happen. Rescue Ranger show plays heavily into why they broke up. Oh, oh you know what? That, now that sounds vaguely familiar. Maybe I did, or uh, David would watch those more than I would. But hey, let's do a quiz. Yeah. All right. Now I got the Rescue Ranger theme in my head. So, some of these, some of these are going to be extremely easy. Probably most of them are. Number one, which Indiana Jones film earned Steven Spielberg an Academy Award nomination? Was it A. Raiders of the Lost Ark, B. Temple of Doom, or C. The Last Crusade? Let's start with Bob. Crusade. I think Crusade as well. Dave. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Yep. Uh, number two, which Indiana Jones movie movie does Dun, Dunholm Elliott and John Rice Davies not appear in? A, Raiders of the Lost Ark. B, Temple of Doom. C, The Last Crusade. Ron. Uh, 
see. Last Crusade? Temple of Doom. Bob. Read them off online. Raiders, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade. Last Crusade. Who said Temple of Doom? Yep. That's the only one he wasn't in. They weren't in. Uh, well, other than the last two. Three, in which movie do we see one of the bad guys carried off by deadly ants into their giant anthill? <laughs> A, Temple of Doom. B, Crystal Skull. C, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Start with you. Crystal Skull. Wow. Crystal Skull, which set up for the Ant-Man movie. <laughs> Crystal Skull. Yep. Uh, four, in the Temple of Doom, how many Shankara stones fall to the bottom of the ravine? A, three, B, one, C, two. Let's start with Bob. Three. Okay. Two. Two. You two got it, two. He caught the last one. Because he gets the last one back to the village. To the village, yep. Number five, in what language did Indy have to count to 20? Sorry, let me just start again. And I read this seven times to make sure I got it right, and I still didn't. In which language did Indy have to count to 20 in before his father would listen to him in the last crusade? Was it A, oh, look at all those heads go to, was it A, Hebrew, B, Latin, C, Greek? All right, let's start with Ron. Latin. Greek. Hebrew. Ooh, everybody chose a different one, and it was Greek. Six. In Raiders of... <laughs> a little grin there on your face, Dave. In six. In Raiders of the Lost Ark, when the Ark of the Covenant was open, what was found inside? A, snakes. B, sand. C, jewels. I started with you last time, didn't I? Dave. Sand. Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> and right out of left field, folks. <laughs> but poignant in all the life. <laughs> snakes, sand, or jewels. Sand. Sand. Yep. In Crystal Skull, which famous actor's son has a cameo in the library scene? A, Dan Aykroyd, B, Richard Dreyfus, or C, Tom Hanks? Oh. Start with you. Tom Hanks. Yep. Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yep. That's it. Y'all got it. Dan Aykroyd had all girls, by the way. In... Number eight, in Indy's timeline, which adventure comes first? A, The Last Crusade, B, Temple of Doom, C, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Temple of Doom. Are we counting the opening sequences? No. Temple of Doom. <laughs> Temple of Doom. Yep. In what year, number nine, in what year is Dial of Destiny set? A, 1969, B, 1968, C, 1967. Oh, that's vicious. Uh -huh. I thought it was an easy one. I think it's 69. 69, 68. I'll go for 69. the obvious joke and go with 69. <laughs> Run. 69. Yeah, because the astronauts. Yes. Yeah, no, I was trying to remember because they showed it clearly in the movie. Mm -hmm. Yep, 1969. Okay, um, number 10. In Crystal Skull, Indy and, his Indy and his friend George McHale were kidnapped by Soviet spies. In which country were they kidnapped from? A, Mexico, B, Canada, C, Egypt. And we start with Bob on this Mexico. one. Mexico, Canada, or Egypt, Ron? Egypt. And Dave, Mexico, Canada, or Egypt? I think it was, should be Mexico. Mexico. Number 11. Which indie movie has your host seen the most? <laughs> and I forgot to mention it. I was going to mention it at the very beginning. So, you know, this is a crapshoot for you I, guys. I, I say I, I have not missed a question up to this point. I was quite proud of that. Well, you know what? We're, we'll, I, this will be a freebie. Uh, which indie movie has your host seen the most? A, Raiders of the Lost Ark. B, The Last Crusade. C, Temple of Doom. And who did we start with last time? Was it Bob? Or was it you? I know this one. Are you? Last Crusade. Last Crusade. Last Crusade. And Temple of Doom? I saw Temple of Doom the most. Last Crusade is my favorite. <laughs> but I saw Temple because the summer it was That's out. That's what I was going by. Is I know right. it's his favorite. Yeah. So. But uh, the, the summer. I had mine was. 
Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Pizza Boy Delivers. <laughs> whole different, whole different field, Bob. Um, yeah, my the summer it was out. Uh, my buddy and I, every, almost practically every day, would go to the matinee and we just watched it over and over and over. Would wow. you pay for your ticket, or did you sneak in after that? <clears throat> my brother worked there, so that was Riverside. That was Riverside. Yeah. Um, uh, number 12, in the Raiders of the Lost Ark, what poison food does Indy nearly eat? A, cashews, B, dates, C, apples. Start with Dave. Bad dates. You, Bob. Bad dates. Dates. Yep. What, number 13, what Harrison Ford line did not come from an Indiana Jones movie? A, too I many. Know. What? I know. <laughs> that took me a second yeah that one didn't either um a too many nazis b get off my plane c my professional name let's start with bob get off my plane get off my plane get off my plane yep your first one yep good another good movie you call him dr jones my professional name uh 14 what was believed to be in the Ark of the Covenant? A, the Dead Sea Scrolls. B, the Shroud of Turin. C, the Ten Commandments. Ron. Ten Commandments. D. Ten Commandments. Let it be written, so let it be done. Ten Commandments. Yes. Um, and finally, number 15. What kind of dog did Indiana Jones actually have? Indiana. We're named the dog Indiana. Was it A, an Alaskan Malmute, B, a Beagle, or C, a Golden Retriever? Let's start with you, Bob. Golden Retriever, just because it's fun. Okay. I'm going to say Golden Retriever. A Beagle. Uh, it was an Alaskan Malmute. Was it really? Mm-hmm. Curious. Did we ever see it? Yeah. It see? actually runs up to uh, River Phoenix as River Phoenix is running to his dad. Okay. I think it was a beagle in an Alaska mountain. <laughs> there could be that too. I don't know, but I ended up missing one too. Oh well, that's all right. That's all right. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> you don't understand. He's going to feel bad about this all night. Yikes. Uh, i got to go watch it again. <laughs> so anyway, I want to thank you gentlemen very, very much. Uh, as we always do uh, at the end of our um, podcast, we like to give a um, nod to those uh, recently who have passed away. And there wasn't as many that I noticed. And folks, I may some slip through the cracks. Um, but uh, I have a few. Glenda Jackson. Uh, actress, activist, and politician in uh, Britain passed away. Um, John Ramita Sr., the just top-notch artist who really made uh, Spider-Man yep. the look, what he what it was, uh, passed away. Treat Williams, uh, amazing uh, actor, although I've seen him in so many things, and yet to this day, when I think Treat Williams, I automatically think hair. That's, that's just the one I, I always loved him in that role in the movie. And Oscar and Tony winner Alan Arkin, and that was a that was a kind of a rough one. He was yeah, we heard that. <laughs> that was for you, Alan. Um, <laughs> that was our tribute. Dave gave you a little send off there. Um, so to all of you, I want to be recorded if you want. <laughs> I want to no, I want to thank you all uh, for your time and your talent, um, and uh, may you all rest in peace. And that's it for uh, this month, uh, this episode, folks. Next episode, yes, we are going back to Saturday morning, Woo. and we are going to finally. And this is going to make some people in this room very, very happy. We're going to talk about cereal. Cereal. And <laughs> I know we've already done it every episode. Why do it now? What else can we say? <laughs> the poor horse is dead. <laughs> nope. Time oh, to beat Bob. <laughs> Oh, that horse hasn't even been born yet, and we might even we might even touch on uh, Saturday morning commercials if we if we get a chance in the in the fun of watching those commercials. So, and, and, and I should point out at this moment, by the way, Bob has a book about cereal. I know, I'm looking in front that. of him. Yes, yeah, cereal. <laughs> got a picture of Twist. It's got a it's the boxes and Quake on the back. The old Quake. Yeah, that's before very they old redesigned Quake. him. Yeah. And uh, so, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, folks, you got to tune in next time because you'll learn. Yes, yes. You're going to um, learn things you didn't even know that you wanted to know. 
and you probably don't. <laughs> but we're going to tell you anyway. <laughs> so uh, Saturday morning, serious Saturday morning cereals and uh, commercials. That'll be for our next episode. Until then, I want to thank uh, the uh, people here at Impact uh, High atop the Benish Building in beautiful downtown Monroe, and um, of course my three cohorts here, uh, D'Artagnan. Porthos and Artemis, um, who are always um, I like Artemis. Fun, fun to be. I mean, you didn't like Porthos the last time, so I, Porthos um, I was Darkchir's dog. <laughs> I would say Porthos was the dog. Artemis, at least, is a goddess. It wasn't so even a gold. Moved up a little to immortal. You know what? You know what? I. You know what? Let me take it all back. I want to thank my my three good Artemis. Porthos? My three good buddies here: Dorothy, Rose, and Sophia, who. <laughs> <laughs> For uh, their time. Strangely, will accept that. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. And uh, so from uh, this Blanche here, I say goodbye and uh, stay off our lawn. <laughs>